Welcome to Shenanigans at Shady Pines, a show where two 90s babies, who are a little too obsessed with the Golden Girls, sit down, episode by episode, to dissect the show. We'll answer the question, why is this show still a hit 40 years later? Hi, I'm Jenna. And I'm Caroline. And this is Shenanigans at Shady Pines. In this episode, we'll be discussing Season 4, Episode 18, Fiddler on the Ropes. I <laughs> I know it it was kind of a doozy in a few ways. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Lessons were learned. Lessons were what? learned. I said lessons were learned. Yes, 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 yes. Okay. Well, do you want to get into some adult education? Yes. Okay. So, the description of this episode is from IMDb. Sophia is given money that is intended to be put into a certificate of deposit, but she buys a Cuban prize fighter instead. Yikes. You know how you buy a person instead? Yep, yep, that, yeah, yikes. From Hulu, Sophia sinks their life savings in Pepe, a prize fighter. That's a little better. I know, it's definitely a little better. Um, I watched this episode with Sam, and... Um, the beginning of it at least and he was kind of like that's actually how um, usually he's the first person to point out when something on TV is not accurate Um, like he cannot watch the movie Pocahontas Um, (sighs) (laughs) um, but he was watching it and he goes that's actually how that works like that's really how that works with um, like you invest in it yeah investing the money and stuff I just hate the actual like way they keep saying I bought a prize. The fighter. wording of it is horrible. Yeah. I bought a person. I bought a human. Like that's so yeah. weird. Especially yeah. with how they I do like how the sh- uh, Pepe himself calls them out. Yes. Um and like, you know, they they learn a lesson kind of, but that doesn't excuse anything. Um personally how I feel. <laughs> um but I that's probably my least favorite thing of it all is just how they just the the wording of it is so horrible and i guess the nonchalantness and like the disregard of him as a person yeah is awful just because he doesn't speak english which later we find out he does i know see you it's messed up anyway but this episode was written by susan harris kathy spear and terry grossman all right. Um, and this episode was directed by Terry Hughes. The guest stars in this episode were Chick Venera, Pamela Kosh, Alfred Dennis, and Victor Contrius. And which didn't... was his voice. Oh. What do you mean? The voice. Oh, it was the voice of the other um, fighter. Oh, the vo- Gonzalez. Okay, yeah. got it, got it, got it. Um, and did you hear? I don't know why I started so positively, but did you hear that? Um, the actor who played, um, Pepe slash Enrique Mas, um, passed mm-hmm. away a little bit ago. So sad. Oh, that's sad. I did not know that. I know he was not that old. Oh. Yeah. Cool. No, well, I haven't told you what um, day it was because I think that got deleted from the document somehow. Um, this episode aired on March 4th, uh, 1989. Okay, so on this 
day, March 4th, 1989. Here mm-hmm. we go. Number one song in the U.S. was Lost in Your Eyes by Debbie Gibson. Too Many Broken Hearts by Jason Donovan was the number one song in the U.K. Oh, okay. Yes. Um, we have on TV, people were watching Anything But Love. Um, if you were, if you liked video games, you were probably playing Circus Cap Capers Caper. Circus Caper or Dog War. Oh, And let's see what else was happening. And by the way, I get all my information from the website Take Me Back To. It's a very good website. Mm -hmm. Um, American fashion model Erin Heatherton was born on this day. Wow, cute. Yes. And then... The song I was looking up... Um but my internet was being horrible, was um, Donna Summer, This Time I Know It's For Real. Oh, okay, okay. And then Madonna, Like a Prayer, was popular. Um, like New Kids prayer. on the Block, you got, you got It, was popular. And then Chances Are was a movie that was big at the time. And then, yeah. Cool. That sounds like a fun time to live in. Yep. On Life Magazine, Uh, um, was there was an article or a whole section on airport security, um, which is interesting. I know, that's certainly evolved since then. Yes, yes, yes. But that's about it. Okay, are you ready for some uh, fun facts about the episode? Always, always. Okay, so um, the loft in which Pepe and his violin teacher practice is the same set used in previous um, episode bedtime story um, Mm. in that train station when they Mm -hmm. meet the group of clowns. Um, Yeah. Um, While Sophia helps Pepe train for the fight, she turns up the volume of a recording, which later turns out to be Pepe playing the violin. Did you notice that? I did. I did. I did too. I don't remember noticing that before, but I noticed it this time. Um, the title is obviously from Fiddler on the Roof. Um, it's a we play knew on that. that we're not yeah. that uncultured. No, yeah, we knew that. Um, and <laughs> um, I didn't know this. It says that Fiddler on the Roof set a record for the longest running show on Broadway. Mm. Um, and B. Arthur was actually in the original cast. Now, has that changed with um? Phantom oh, of the Opera, though? I'm sure it has. Yeah, it just set I can't a record. believe Phantom of the Opera just stopped. Yeah, I know, right? That was on forever. I'm Masquerade! Sure. Painted Faces on Parade! I love that song. So good. So good. Um, Chick Venera, you know, plays Pepe, but he would later guest star two more times playing Enrique Mas, the boss of Betty White's character. <laughs> yeah. We knew that. Um, and Sophia says that Pepe's acting career will be nothing but playing characters getting arrested on cop shows, which is rough. <clears throat> um, for Chick Venera, who plays Pepe, this is only partially true. Before appearing on The Golden Girls, Venera ap- appeared as characters on Beretta, The Blue Knight, Vegas, TJ Hooker, and once a mugger on Night Court. After his guest appearance on The Golden Girls, he appeared as a one-time character on L.A. Fe- LA Heat. However, contrary to Sophia's prediction about Pepe, Venera's 35-year career is a diverse portfolio of film, television, and video game roles. Good. And it's it's hard to figure out if, like, her line there was supposed to be, like, 
racist or if it's like a or commentary like, I, I know i'm like is that she like trying to call out the film like the film industry or is she i feel personally i i would like to think that it's just commentary of what's happening in the world yeah at least from the writer's perspective they were probably trying yeah. to make commentary for sure yeah it's really interesting talking to um older generations about stuff like that Mm-hmm. Um, like, especially with, um, things like Hamilton out right now okay. and people having a difficult time with, um, like characters race not matching up with historic, like historically what they would be. Yeah. Um, I personally find it really refreshing and I, it makes me so happy seeing that, um, like not matching up because it's just giving more people opportunity to do what everybody should have opportunity to do. Yeah, and I'm sure this was the intention, but noticing all the characters' races are swapped makes you really realize how white it all was at the time, yes. you know? Yes. Oh, what was I wa- I was watching something recently and I think just like Bridgerton was probably one of the first things. So I, I was never really into Hamilton, mm-hmm. um, but I really love like learning about um, royal, like the history of royals. But watching things like Bridgerton and stuff has really like opened my eyes and has made me reflect on, you know, what I think and have thought and what I, what I was used to. Mm-hmm. But now like opening my eyes and saying, you know what? Let's change a little bit because it needs to be. Because, yeah, oh my not? gosh, the cast of Bridgerton and the new um, spinoff off of that, the Queen Charlotte. Uh, I haven't watched that yet. I haven't either. I've watched like the first little bit of the first episode, but it's so good. That actress, like, I think there's three, I want to say, and I could be totally wrong. There's like three generations of that character. Oh, cool. But all of the women that play her are phenomenal. That's um, awesome. Yeah, it's really cool. All right, so let's get into On Golden Girls. Let's do it! Okay. All right, so the episode starts out with, um, uh, I feel like this scene is literally just to establish, again, like in another separate way, that the girls need money. <laughs> like, yeah. Blanche comes in and apparently her, like, boss is kind of hanging over her shoulder like watching everything she does Mm -hmm. and she's really starting to doubt herself as a professional Mm -hmm. um about like what you know should she be doing what she does for money like um and we've all been there we've all had those days some might still be there (laughs) some some could still be there and that's (laughs) not to name names um but that's fine um, they kind of go on to this talk about like money and then it comes out, not comes out, but they bring up that they all saved $3,000 together. Um, and Sophia was supposed to deposit it to, well, really, I think it was Rose. It was oh, supposed to be Rose. Yeah. It was supposed to be Rose. Yeah. But she let Sophia, um, take all their money to Has deposit Rose not learned anything? I know. What a noodle head. Even, even yeah. I wouldn't have given it to Sophia. Oh my gosh. We've had, because we've had that bank episode, right? Not bank, uh, but that, um, the scam episode. The scam. Which scam? With 
the with the nun and the man finding the wallet? No, we haven't had that one yet. Oh, okay. Stay yeah. tuned. But, you know, she should know that Sophia is not to be trusted. Yes. Yeah. So, they know that some scheme is coming. They're about to mm-hmm. lose three grand of their money. Um, which I love the connection that Dorothy says about she's more likely to come home with a handful of magic beans. I know, I know. Do what she's supposed to do. That was funny. And then you just picture Sophia with magic beans and it's great. Oh, yes. Yeah. Um, well, we find out real quick what the money was used for. It was used to purchase a contract uh-huh, there we go. or or take ownership in or put investment into mm-hmm. a prize fighter named pepe but as they I put will it, say just him i will say i really liked that they first thought she spent three thousand dollars on a dog oh i know that part was pretty funny yeah <laughs> but then we was... find out not so much she bought like you said a contract i know <laughs> like they made an investment into a boxer. And like I said, I was watching it with Sam and mm-hmm. he said, yeah, that's kind of how it works. You like put money into a person and then if they make money, like you make your money back. Um, so, I mean, like, so, I mean, Dorothy calls them and finds out it's all legitimate, but just, I think this is where we start getting into the problematic aspects mm-hmm. of it. We don't have to like. We can really, I mean, it's just the way they talk about Pepe, like he's not mm-hmm. there. The way they talk to him, like he's a child slash like mm-hmm. he's stupid because he doesn't yeah. speak the language. Yeah. Um, And even the writing, they just make him, and I, they just make him seem so simple and mm-hmm. like literally treat him like a dog. Now, like, I like to think that the writers did this on purpose to yes. call the Golden Girls out later yes. on. And that's something I feel like I learned this time. Like, definitely the go- the girls are learning a lesson. Yes, I agree. Which is it's just a so very, sad. very important lesson. Um, yeah. Sa- especially, like, coming from Sophia, who grew up Italian, coming to America, probably not speaking very much English. Like, I feel like she of all of them should understand, you know, how difficult coming to a new country and, you know, making a life for yourself yeah. and you're not well, home country. I feel like this is almost a generational difference where I feel mm-hmm. like her generation sees it as paying your dues, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? But I feel like mm-hmm. our generation now is more like I don't want the next generation to go not like us specifically but this right. age um a lot of people when thinking about future generations think I don't want them to have to deal with this mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. I want to change it for the next group whereas mm-hmm. her generation thinks more I had to go through this so you mm-hmm. have to go through this as paying your dues you know what I mean that's yeah totally yeah and I mean it's hard for me to connect to that because that's not my experience I guess no yeah me either I'm like oh my gosh it just I yeah I don't like it I don't like watching her train him because it just feels like she's giving like one word commands and making him do tricks you know what I mean that and it's like so um I'm trying to think of the word and like I guess later on we can skip to the next scene when they're training Yeah, and Dorothy's on the phone and she's making sure like everything is, you know, what Sophia said and, mm-hmm. um, you know, you see Pepe 
um, training in the background. And, like, all of that seems very dehumanizing Mm -hmm. to me and how they're doing that. Mm -hmm. Um, Like, Sophia has the oven mitts on and... um, Sophia has the oven mitts on, and it, it just feels very dehumanizing. I agree. I agree. For sure. I do... One joke that I do like is when Rose is like, oh, I can help him with the jump roping. Yes! Yes. I thought that was a very innocent comedic relief that this episode needed. Yeah, that's that was definitely needed. Because I felt like that was, like, actually helpful and actually, like, it had no, like, underlining, like, icky feelings. Like, it was an innocent, like, everybody has jump rope, like, songs yeah, that they grew yeah. up doing, and that was Roses. And I feel like it's something, I mean, when you're talking to somebody who doesn't speak another language, mm-hmm. like, you need to, like, speak to them like they're a human and actually like address them like rose was right. doing that with him yeah like, giving him the rhythm and stuff it's not like she was talking over him or giving him like basic commands you know what i mean right um yeah and i feel so. like i've been dealing with this a lot recently because i have um two um esl students this year and mm-hmm. i've i've always had you know students who are esl but they always so far They've all been able to speak English very, very well. Mm-hmm. Um, and this year, I have two students who came in later in the year who speak absolutely no English. Mm-hmm. And it's been extremely eye-opening to me and how my personal community does not have the resources for those kids that they need. Mm-hmm. Like, even the teachers yeah. that we have don't speak they speak a little bit of um their language but Mm -hmm. not I mean I just feel absolutely horrible for those students because like one of them like she didn't even know how to ask to use the bathroom and it made me feel awful and like because she went through because luckily I have a student who does speak um Spanish and she's kind of been our translator but for me I don't want that's not her role. She's a student. That's her yeah. role. And I yeah. don't, I do my best not to rely on her for that. And, um, but I like that they have her kind of, if they like need anything immediately. Yeah. But I'm really, and a, a lot of my students have been really trying to, you know, welcome them and make sure they're, you know, taking care of at lunch and getting to where they need to go. And, um, I know for me, it's been extremely eye-opening because the summer I'm going to try to get some resources together um, for those students. But it's been so eye-opening to make sure that they still have a good educational experience because it's got to be so um, isolating. It know? is. I That's literally, I mean, over half my students are Spanish speakers. Wow. Like a lot of them. And that's a big thing that they go through in kindergarten a lot. Yeah. Um, and you know, yeah. I just feel bad. Like thinking about Pepe, like he moved in with the girls and like later on, we do know that he speaks English and he's very, um, eloquent and he's very aware of what is going on. Yes. And, but if he had not been, think about how isolating, he could have felt and how like 
Oh, these well, don't women you think are using me for money. English is... Don't you think him speaking English is, like, making him more aware of how isolated he is because he knows how, like, they're speaking to him? Hmm. That, that's true. I mean, I'm just, you know, putting it up there. Yeah, I mean, I guess it could, like... One way, it would, like, if he didn't ended up not speaking English, it would be... I just can't imagine feeling that way. Like, how, like scary it would be like you're in a new and maybe this is me thinking about it as a woman but how scary it could be like going into a stranger's home not even knowing the language and are these people going to take care of me or is it going to go bad or I don't Mm -hmm. know you know like yeah I can't can't imagine that that must be absolutely horrible and that's something people go through all the time all over it's heartbreaking and that's why I was thinking about my students like how scary it must be like being in a building all day where you don't speak the language and you can't even ask to use the restroom properly mm-hmm. and oh very eye-opening yeah. yeah you said yeah absolutely man um so moving on yeah <laughs> no you're good um they are getting ready for that big fight mm-hmm. and it's happening tomorrow and um it turns out Pepe is missing. Pepe yes. is gone. And this is the scene where we discover that he is an amazing violinist. Mm-hmm. And um, he is not really... He's Oh, big reveal. He speaks English. Mm-hmm. Um, and he is um, really just trying to get money for this prize fighting deal so he can go to Juilliard. Mm. And I'm like, That's oh, so Pepe, cool. I know the talent, the skills. And I, it, it, it's kind of an interesting twist where he obviously spoke English the whole time. Mm-hmm. But he was using the girl's ignorance and the girl's racism to um, kind of benefit and get what Good he needed him. from them. I know. I'm like, <laughs> get that coin, Pepe. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so that was interesting. Um mm-hmm. I mean, there's, honestly, I hate to say this, but there's not a lot that really happens in this episode. I I agree. I mean, we, okay, so they're fighting. We find out that they're trying to make more money. And then we find out that he does speak English and he wants to go to Juilliard, but he wants to fight to get the money. But then is where, like, the girls finally, like, feel bad about it. Yeah, yeah. And they, like, if he fights, he could u- lose the ability to play mm-hmm. um, his violin because he could mm-hmm. hurt his hands. Yeah, yeah. And the, uh, not professor, his tutor, I guess, is mm-hmm. really pushing it. Like, don't make him fight. And I don't, I don't like how he, I know it's, it, I don't like how the, Pepe is an adult, basically, now. Mm-hmm. I don't like how his um, tutor is, like, talking over him, like, mm-hmm. no, this is what's best for him. It's like, well, Pepe can make his own choices. Yeah, I mean, I guess it goes both ways, because he is looking out for, like, him as a person and something that he's passionate about. Yeah, that's valid. And he's looking, I feel like his, te- at least his teacher's in it for the right reasons, like, he wants him to do, like, follow through with his dreams. Yeah. Now, something that the teacher could do is, like, help him figure out a way to pay for 
you know what yes, he needs. Yes, yes, yes. It's very, um, and it, it, this is a sitcom symptom. It's very black and white. Like, it's mm-hmm. either you do this boxing match yeah. and get your money, or you don't get to go mm-hmm. to Juilliard at all. Yeah. Not yeah, like there's, yeah. and I, it, it has to be that way just because it's a For sitcom sure. and it's 20 minutes. However, mm-hmm. it's, yeah. it's very interesting. You're right that they don't really look into alternative situations. Yeah. Um, I do like, before we move on, I do like, the kind of dive into, like, Pepe, um, you know, calling out the girls for mm-hmm. how they treated him and how they made all these assumptions about him, mm-hmm. even though he didn't really do that much to make them think mm-hmm. those assumptions. I was I was impressed with this part mm-hmm. of the show. The, like, that monologue was really yeah. powerful. Half now, that's eyes. a famous mon- monologue, right? I don't know. I don't think I'm pretty so. sure it's a... Hold on, I'm looking at it. Well, Just because he uses the up. word half. I'm pretty sure it is, though. It's... it's Yes, it's um The Merchant of Venice. It's that's about... A, that's a Shakespeare um, play. A Jewish person. Anyway, it's a play. The Merchant of Venice, a Shakespeare play. And yeah. yes, hath not a Jewish eyes... Hath, hath not a Jew eye, hath not a Jew hand, organs... Yeah. I liked that. Yeah, um, he's a great he's a great performer. All right, so um, the girls go back and um, they basically have this debate. It just continues in their hands, like, oh, should we let him fight or no? Should we do this? Should we do that? And I do like the moment where they're eating cheesecake because they can't sleep. And yeah. Sophia's like, no, 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 we're not no eating cheesecake. <laughs> she puts it away, like, go back to bed. We've settled this. Everything's <laughs> fine. I know. Like, I just like how they, like, at this point in the show, they immediately recognize, oh, no, there's cheesecake. There's a problem. Yes. Like, cheesecake, yep. Cheesecake is the well-known law that there's a problem. We need cheesecake. That is the yes. solution to figuring out the problem. And they do come up with a solution. They mm-hmm. say... Oh, you know what? Like, we won't mess with his hands if they just knock him out. We'll get our money. He won't have to mess with his hands. Mm-hmm. And it will be good. And yeah. then they go to the arena and they pitch this to Pepe. And mm-hmm. it goes back and forth so many times. At first he yeah. says, no, it's amoral. I won't, I won't do it. And then he decides, okay, fine. I'll just get knocked out. Then Gonzalez talks smack to him and he was like, oh, I'm going to fight him. And then he gets knocked out immediately. Yes. Can we just I talk about not... how hairy he is? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I love, but... I don't know. I don't, it, like, the, what is the dad's name? Um, and Tom. Oh, Tom Selleck. And Steel Magnolias. Tom That Selleck. actor is so hairy. I love the 80s hairy man. The classic 80s thick hairy man it makes me laugh i don't know why but it's like i I feel like men nowadays aren't that hairy no they're not they're really not but i mean an 80s man is hairy 80s 80s, early 90s oh my gosh they really are (laughs) can we talk about can we talk about how he's been um he gets knocked out with like a belly bump that was very interesting. <laughs> he, like, goes for Gonzalez and then gets, like, bumped in the belly and he just falls back and is, like, knocked out. 
Now, I will say, I feel like all of that was all because of the angle of how they shot this clip. Because they were low in the ring because he was sitting on that chair and he was like, all spread eagle. All his hair was a showing. Oh, yes. And they don't even really pan out very much because, you know, the actor that plays Gonzalez, like, that wasn't him. That was his voice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I I personally felt like that was just the angle of the shot. But I, I can, agree. Yeah. It was definitely very interesting. But maybe that's because, like, they kind of needed it to be a little bit low budget because they didn't have, like, a stunt double and didn't want him to get hurt for real. I don't but, know. But, like, couldn't they have just, like, I don't know. I don't know. It was just they needed weird. to do, like, that scene with Rose flipping with the dress over her face. They needed it. They could have, like, used his... Didn't he have boxing gloves? They could have used that to, like, cover his face while he got hit in the face or something. I don't know. I guess. I, I don't know. They didn't even have to show it, honestly. For sure. They For needed, sure. If they had showed less, it would have been better. Yeah. But... Anyway, oh, Lord. yeah, it's the audition. Yeah, it's the audition, and I love how the girls go and support him. Yes, for sure. Um, they wish him luck. Um, and I, the way I remembered this was kind of wrong. Mm-hmm. I remembered like um, it's just interesting what sticks with you. I remember, like for some reason, I thought him saying like when he okay, so he goes and says his tries to like do his piece but Mm -hmm. he can't remember it i always thought that was an act for some reason oh no yeah i i really that was a concussion thing yeah i thought it was part of an act because he really truly was auditioning for um but i don't know why that would be because i mean we saw him playing the violin earlier so i don't know yeah but at first Okay, and I really misremembered this scene because I also thought I was when Dorothy started saying um, they're not going to let you audition because you're Cuban. Mm-hmm. And I heard that and I was like, oh, my gosh, is Dorothy about to go Karen on them and be like, you're <laughs> not going to let him audition because he's Cuban and that's going to get him in. But no, it triggers his monologue. Yes. And yay, he gets to And the fact that all three of them got in on that, even Rose was like, yes. yes. Now, question, was Sophia there for this scene? Uh, yeah. Okay, okay, because I don't remember her say- I don't think she said because you're Cuban, but okay. I wanted to make sure she was there because she's the one who did all of this. It's all yeah. her fault. <laughs> I, you know why I remember? Because I noted the last line um, cause it's kind of relatable. Um, Dorothy is like, um, I forget. Sophia complains about something and Dorothy's like, Oh, you're never going to be happy. Are you ma? And she says, no, I'm not going to be happy with anything, but you know what I can do? I can fake a smile. And then she's like really annoyed. But then when she sees Pepe, she's like, Oh, Pepe, congratulations. And that just code switch, you know, where you just, you're not in a good mood. And then you see somebody and you're like, Oh, and you just do it for them. Like, I just, I, I was like, okay, all right, there we go. You know what our generation does, and I, I do this all the time, um, kind of like the faking a smile. I feel like our generation doesn't fake a smile. We do the office thing where we look at a camera that's not oh, there. Oh, I know. I do that all the time. Yeah. Constantly. I feel like that's such a 
millennial thing to do because of The Office and, like, I mean, all of the shows that we watched growing up, like The Office, Modern Family, like, things like that, you know? Be aware of the camera. Yes. I feel like I do that all the time. Like, even when I'm teaching, I'll just go and just... I, know, I do, too. Well, I'm, I, you know, have an assistant in the library, so I'll always look oh. at her and just be like... Well, you can't see because this is an audio, an audio yes. podcast, but I'll just look like, mm, are you, do you hear what I hear? Like, yep. it's the time. Yes. And that's the episode. That is. Ugh. I know. I will say I appreciated how they called the girls mm-hmm. out. I like, I do like that um, kind of angle of. We know you love the girls, but even mm-hmm. the girls are capable yes. of doing problematic things. Yes. I, I can appreciate that. I was going to say that. Yeah. However, as an episode, it's not really like... I don't know. I, I still am not a fan of it. Like, I'm not either. Because I don't think they called them out enough for it. No. No. And honestly, like, not that much happened. I think no. like, It was a lot of talking. And, like, I don't, it was pretty anticlimactic. Like, I, mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I'm just, I don't think I like to, I don't like to go back and rewatch this episode. No. So the rewatchability for me is not there. Yeah, like, same. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, uh, for Stand By Your Man, I don't have any men to count for Blanche. Not even that football player? What football player? The story. What story? Oh! Oh my gosh, I forgot about that. Look at me. Wow, good job. Okay, I'll give it to you. All right, one. <laughs> one. Oh, right, because she talks about giving someone give making someone give up their dreams. Oh my gosh, mm-hmm. good catch, Jenna. Thank you. Thank good you. Good catch. I'm I yeah, good catch. Get it together. Oh. Well, we've had so many zeros recently that I know. I know. So, anyway, um there's that. Um, who would your lady... Wait, it's a even episode. Yep. Who would your lady of the evening be? Um, I think probably Rose. I think she was the least problematic in this episode. Like, she was doing jump roping with him and not, like, giving him orders. Um, I thought... Yeah. Um... I don't know. I will say I didn't like that she gave Sophia the... I don't... I don't know. I mean, I guess I would do her, but I really don't want to choose any of them. I mean, I maybe... Know. Maybe Blanche, because... I... Maybe I'll choose Blanche, because Blanche didn't... Um, sorry, I'm changing on you. Because Blanche... Okay. Re- I don't think... Let me restart. I don't think Blanche really wanted him to fight. I think she was okay with cutting their losses... Don't you think? Yeah. Yeah. I think I she agree. would have been okay, like, cutting her losses and, you know, being there for Enrique and supporting him that way and say, you know what, you need to keep your health, like, health as a priority. Yeah, I think I'll agree with you there. I, I don't really have any other reason to pick anybody else, so I'll go with it too. Her too. Yeah. Um, what would you rank this episode out of 10? Four? Yeah. Three. <laughs> Three. I know. Four. I am kind of leaning towards a 
four. I'll give it more credit that I came in. Okay. Um, just because of them calling the girls out, but it definitely could have been better. Not really for me a rewatchable one. Yeah. What, what are you gonna stick with? Three and a half, three, four. I'll do three. Okay. All right. So next week. Wait, we I... didn't do our golden moments. Do you have a golden oh, moment? Oh shoot! I'm so sorry, Jenna. Girl. What is your? I guess I I don't really have a lot. So what 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 was your golden moment then? Uh, when Dorothy said t- was talking about Stan. And they're counting money or whatever, and Stan has to handle their investments. And she goes, the man used to have to get naked to count to 21. Ah. Very true. That was funny. That was good. That was good. Um, I honestly, I, I think mine was the very last moment with Sophia and her being kind of annoyed and then getting over it real quick to congratulate Pet Bay. I thought that was cute. Yeah, Yeah, that was nice. Now can I talk about next week? Yes, because I'm excited about next week. Girl, it's going to be season four, episode, I guess, 19. Yep, 19. Wow. Um, We are almost there. It is fid- not Fiddler on the Ropes. I'm such a noodle head. Um, mm. It is um, Death Till We Volley. Yes. The Trudy episode. I love this episode. Party. Oh, it's so great. I'm just so going to go great. ahead and say it. Ten. Oh, really? Oh, my. I love this episode so I mean, so I much. do love it, but I don't, I honestly don't remember. Like, I'm, I'm curious what I'll think of it, but. I yeah, love it. Trudy party. I, I just love it because, like, they're, they're best friends from forever. And I love how they just go right back into how they always are. Yes, and it yes, reminds yes. me of my high school friends and how we can, you know, be apart for forever and then get back and just jump right back into things. Yeah. I do love that. Yeah. (laughs) I'm going to rank it. I'm going to pre-rank it like a nine. Nice. Okay. Cool. All right. Well, I guess we will talk about it next week. Yes. Bye. (laughs) Bye Bye-bye now. Thanks for joining us for another episode of Shenanigans at Shady Pines. Be sure to catch our next episode. Make sure to subscribe to our podcast so you don't miss any more episodes. Leave a review so more people can find us at Shady Pines. Be sure to check out our Instagram at shenanigans at Shady Pines. All one word. Until next time. Thank thank you for for being a friend. Okay, well, are you ready to get into On Golden Girl? I am. Hold on, Timmy once. I'm just... (laughs) I am. Hold on. So so (laughs) you're not ready.